Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Creating Happy Writers podcast, a show for coaches, consultants and entrepreneurs looking to write a business boosting book in their niche. I'm your host, Steph Caswell, and I'm thrilled you're tuning in for today's episode. Whether you're about to start your writing journey or you're already on it, you are so welcome in the Happy Writers community. Let's crack on with today's episode, all about finding time to write. The reason I decided on today's episode about finding time to write is because it's one of the things that crops up the most for me, but also for the authors that I work with when I'm mentoring or coaching. It's something that I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that we all struggle finding the time uh, because we are people who are often super, super busy with the business side of things and quite often the family and life side of things that gets in the way of writing. It's also really interesting for me that I work predominantly with female authors and uh, I feel really privileged to do so. But often female authors have the added time difficulty, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this, the added difficulty of being uh, looking after family, be it kids, be it aging parents and all the responsibilities that come with you know being in the family home and ferrying kids here and there taking them to after school clubs or on the weekend taking them to sports activities and parties and then there's also the whole running your business thing which is you know a lot of decisions to be made clients to work with um, you know social media campaigns to sort out it's never ending and so sometimes the thought of writing a book can be something that you're dreaming about doing but that for you in your head you're like I just cannot fit it in with all the other shit I have going on and I get that I totally get that of course I do I have a family I have a business and I know it's it's often a real task to fit writing into that but there are some common myths that I'm just going to share with you as well that people assume and when I say to them it doesn't have to be that way they can often be quite shocked so the first one is that people often think you have to spend hours a day writing if you're going to be a serious writer if you're going to get your book finished you have to spend hours writing you can't just do little bits here and there because who's going to take you seriously so that's a common myth There's also, you have to start from scratch and you can't use content you already have because actually, you know, perhaps that's cheating and you can't possibly use stuff that people may have read or heard before. Another myth is, will it mean that you take your eye off the ball with the rest of the side of the business that you have to deal with? All these other things that we have to do that make our businesses successful. And all of those myths are things that I feel really strongly that you don't actually have to buy into and that some of them particularly the first one about spending hours is just not true you really really don't and I want to share with you two things about my own journey that hopefully will help you realize that this is the case the first thing is when I wrote my first book for teachers which is called keeping bums in seats I was still a full-time deputy head teacher I did not have hours a day to write. I just didn't. I had, my boys were eight, maybe eight and nine, seven and eight, something like that when I was, um, when I was a deputy and I had, yeah, a full-time job 
and two boys that uh, didn't let me have loads of time in the day to just be writing. And so I made a conscious decision because I felt very passionately that I wanted to write a book. I made the conscious decision that I had to fit it in, in small chunks. I could not do it by having two or three hours a day. And I certainly couldn't take myself away anywhere um, to, to write it. Some people do that and it works really well for them. But for me, it just wasn't possible. And so I thought to myself, right, I'm serious about writing this. I don't want to be kept back by the fact that I work a busy job. So my idea was I'm going to spend half an hour writing each day and I'm going to do it before I go to work because I just knew when I got home from work I would absolutely not have the energy, time and inclination to write in the evening. I'm a you know I'm better in the morning creatively. I'm not sure whether you're the same but that is true for me. So I got up half an hour earlier. I set the alarm and I thought, you know what, it's going to be a few months of having to be up a little bit earlier. Um, But I thought, I'm so passionate about writing this book. I'm so keen to write it that actually I was willing to do that. And it's it's something that, that worked for me. I got it done and, you know, and then I could go back to not getting up half an hour earlier. (laughs) It's just one thing is an example I'm giving you. And it's the same with Dare to Write. You know, I'm not a deputy head anymore, but my last book, Dare to Write, was done in the same way. And I was running a business at at the time, um, the business that I still run. And uh, I had to, I had to write when I could. And again, I wanted it to be the first thing I did. It wasn't early in the morning, uh, like it was when I wrote for uh, Keeping Bums in Seats, but it was before I did anything else. It, and and that is how I continue to write today. The other myth that I mentioned was not being able to use stuff you already have. I'm a real advocate of supporting people to look at content they've already created, be it podcast transcripts, be it blog posts, be it newsletters, whatever you've got, there is no shame and I don't know what the the right sort of expression is, but there's no harm and absolutely nothing wrong with going back and using content you've used before because we assume everyone's read everything we've ever done or heard everything we've ever done and remembered it to the to the letter and it's just not true I consume a lot of other people's stuff I read people's newsletters and blogs and I read articles and I read books and I listen to podcasts I can't remember everything I've ever heard anybody say and it's the same for you so absolutely you can save time by going back over your content you already have and and using it but that will be another podcast for another time but I just wanted to to sort of give you the idea that that myth doesn't actually have to be something you believe to be true either and the other final myth that I mentioned about taking your eye off the ball in your business again doesn't have to happen if you're only writing for a short amount of time each day then you don't need to take your eye off the ball because you're done you've done in half an hour you can you know, close down whatever you're you're using for writing and just crack on with the rest of your day. And I do that. I know lots of other successful author entrepreneurs who do that. And it doesn't have to be something that means you're you're stopping yourself from from being fully present in your business. Okay, so now you know the myths and and now you've heard a couple of the stories that I've mentioned. What can you do then to find more time to write? So the first thing I'm going to suggest is these writing sprints. If you follow me on social, particularly on Instagram, you will know that I write every day, mainly, <laughs> for 30 minutes because I've said it loads of times and I'm going to say it over and over because A, that is about all I can manage in terms of other responsibilities I have in my business, but also B, I feel like I can get a good amount of done in half in a, in half an hour and it doesn't feel like, oh my God, I've got to sit for two hours because writing is hard and not many people sit down joyfully 
at the thought of two hours of hard slog when it comes to writing. Unless you're an author by profession, unless that's your career, is to be a career author and just write books. And then in which case, of course, you're going to sit down for two, three, four hours a day and write. But actually, when you're doing it as part of your business and as something that's going to help boost your business, you're not going to be spending that amount of time each day. So find a time. I would suggest the first thing you do when you're in first draft mode is to is to be writing this book. So do it as the first thing. I sit down at nine o'clock every morning and for half an hour I do a 30 minute writing sprint and then I crack on with everything else. So writing sprints are definitely, definitely a really helpful way of finding small pockets of time to write in. James Clear, I noticed the other day on his 321 email newsletter, had this quote and I'm going to just quote it to you right now. The days can be easy if the years are consistent. You can write a book or get in shape or code a piece of software in 30 minutes per day. But the key is you can't miss a bunch of days. So that's the quote. Now, I would say I agree with him. You can't miss a bunch of days. But what I would say is you can miss the odd day. There will be days like this week. I'm not going to lie to you, dear listener. This week I have been ill, which you can probably hear in my rather congested tone of voice today. Um, I've been ill. And I have just done what I've needed to do in my business for the clients I work with. I've not done any extra stuff um, and hence why I'm only managing to record this today, even though I'm still sounding congested, is because I've been ill and I've not been able to record any sooner. And it's, it's something I had to put off and I had to make what the priorities were the priorities, right? And for me, I have not written at all this week. I've not done any 30 minute sprints, which I can't remember the last time I haven't done any sprints. So it's felt really odd, but necessary. So yes, write every day for 30 minutes. Yes, do it consistently. Try not to miss too many days, but sometimes life will catch up with you. And it's about letting yourself be unwell and get better or letting yourself do the big project you've got to do and then coming back to it. But it's the coming back to it that matters. So if you need a few days off and you don't get it done, please be compassionate to yourself and just realise you can jump back on and carry on when you're feeling better or when the project is done or when your kids are better or, you know, the school holidays are over or whatever it might be. Just try to fit in 30 minutes as often as you can. But, you know, let's keep our sensible heads on. The second thing I would say around finding time to write is what could you delegate? Now, most people I work with are people who have established businesses. They are at least five years into their journey and they are ready for the next step. That's why they're writing a book. They're ready to sort of go into the next level of business. And I think it's about having really solid systems in place that can sort of catch what might need catching if you're writing and you aren't able to be doing the thing you want to be doing or you would normally be doing. And I work with a client, she's a CEO of a company and she was saying to me, right, I'm going to book out, um, you know, these daily slots for writing. She was doing an hour a day. She said like, listen, my I've just put this in my diary. My team have got to realise they can't contact me during that hour um, and that they, you know, we need to make sure we've got our systems fully in place so that things can carry on without me having to be there for that particular hour of the day. And it worked for her. So it's about delegating. And if you do find that you want to write for a half an hour or an hour and you're thinking to yourself, gosh, that might be, you know, three or four hours out of my business each week and that means that maybe this side of the business might need some extra support then delegate start bringing in a VA for maybe a couple more hours a week or whatever it might be just to help you during the first draft stage 
really be able to focus on your book in that half an hour or hour sprint. The third thing is time of day you're writing. It's really important to consider when are you most creative? When are you at your best? Now, some people are early morning people like me. I like to be creative first thing when it comes to my books and then I know I can just carry on and, you know, I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, at five o'clock in the afternoon, I've somehow got to, you know, G myself up to be creative now and I don't feel the same about it as I do at nine o'clock in the morning. But that's not to say I've not done it it's just harder to get that motivation other people that I know are night owls and they actually feel like they write their best at 10 o'clock at night so again with this podcast it's all about ideas and suggestions and actually look at what works for you just because I do it in the morning doesn't mean that's the way of doing it if you know that actually in the afternoon you're better or in the evening you're better then do it then but finding the time that works for you is so important because then you'll feel motivated to do it The next thing to consider is something that's probably quite tricky, but I want you to think about it and I encourage you to be honest with yourself. Is this the right time for you to write a book? If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that I talk about this quite a few times over previous episodes. Don't feel as though you have to write a book because somebody told you you should or that other people are doing it, so you must do it. You should write a book because you want to and it's the right time for your business for you to write a book. That's why predominantly, like I said, the women I work with are at least four or five years into business, if not more, because their business is established. They've got their systems in place. They've got their recurring clients. They've got things embedded that that need to be embedded in order for your business to sort of have that ability to release you for an hour a day. If you aren't in that place yet, then maybe now isn't the time to write. And it's not that you'll never write, but it's just about being honest and thinking, can you take this on board? It could be that you've got an elderly parent that needs you need to be caring for and that that's going to take up a lot of your time again it might just be that you've got to put it off for six months or a year until you're able to be in a better position or you've got additional support there with caring if you've got young kids and you don't want to get up before them I totally hear you you don't have to So why not do it when they're a little bit older and perhaps when they're at school? Uh, You know, all of these things are factors that are important and finding time to write comes from the desire to write and the passion for the project. And that's so important because if you don't have that intrinsic motivation in order to write, then I'm going to be honest with you, you're not going to do it. You're not going to find the time, not because you don't have the time maybe, but because you don't want to find the time. And if that is you, then that's okay. Just step away, do something else for a bit. And maybe you'll find that you want to write in the future. And maybe you won't. Maybe you'll do a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever. Or maybe you'll just be happy doing your business in whatever way works for you. So let's be honest with yourself here. And if you do really want to write it, and I encourage you to do so if you are passionate about this, but it's about where's the time that you can spend on the book because you're going to need to be committed to the process. You do have other options as well when it comes to to writing and finding the time to write. If you don't have the time, uh, yet you still want to do it, you can get a ghostwriter on board and they can write for you. (laughs) And that can be one really simple, you know, slightly more expensive solution, but it is a solution and it's still your work. It's still your thoughts because any decent ghostwriter will meet with you and chat with you and get you know, a real understanding of what the book's about and do a good job. So it could be that actually that's the way to get your book out there is if you haven't got the time at the moment, but you do want it done, 
maybe a ghostwriter. Or it could be that you work with a writing coach so that you're being really strict with yourself around finding the time. I work with people often who ask me, I just want the accountability. I want the support, yes. I want to know how to write it properly and I want to know how to structure it and blah, blah, blah. And I want feedback. All of those really important things. But a lot of the time they'll they'll say to me, I want to work with you because I want the accountability. I want that knowing that I've got to get chapters to you by a certain date each month and it's going to keep me making progress and that is really powerful for a lot of people so it could be that you know you don't want to go down the ghostwriting route but you want to go down the writing coach route and you want somebody there to say to you right here's a deadline here's another deadline and it just keeps you moving forwards and I guess the final thought I have around finding time to write is another one that may cause you to feel a little bit bristly a little bit irritated by me and that's okay that's absolutely fine because it's it's your journey but is it that you're not finding the time to write because you're procrastinating and is it that the self-doubt and the negative chatter and the worry and the the fear of judgment and all this baggage all this shit that we take around with us is causing you to find other things to do instead of writing. Now, I'm not saying that is the case, but I know myself, if I keep putting my writing off and I keep thinking to myself, oh, well, I'm just going to quickly do that job that's been on my to-do list for the last six months. I'm just going to, surprise, surprise, I'm going to do it this morning because actually if I just do that instead of write, then I can write later. And I know it's never going to happen. So it's about thinking about procrastination, thinking about is it that you're perceiving this to be a really big task? And let's not beat around the bush. Writing a book is a big thing. But that's why I talk about outlining. That's why I say to you about doing small sections every day, writing for small amounts of time, those writing sprints for 30 minutes, short, sharp action that actually the compound effect comes into play. And before you know it, the first draft is done by doing little and often. So if you're procrastinating, if the baggage and the limiting beliefs and all that stuff that's swirling around about your ability is cropping up for you, then that is okay. But it's about talking to people who maybe have written books, talking to people like me who can coach you and support you in that dealing with those feelings um, to get the book done. But it could just be, and I invite you to think about it, is it that you're procrastinating because you're listening to these voices in your head and actually do you need to do the work to, to get the right head on your shoulders, to get the right mindset around writing. And if that is the case, then that's perfectly normal. Loads of people do it. Um, so don't think you're just the only one. But actually, could you find the time to write, but you're just choosing not to? So there you have it. And I'm sorry I left it on one that maybe felt a little harsh, but it's important, isn't it? We've got to ask ourselves these tricky questions when it comes to any part of growth and development and you know all the hard choices we have to make around how we're going to move our businesses to the next level so I hope you know it came from a place of love and a place of not constructive criticism maybe kind challenge I'm going to challenge you kindly to think about it but I do hope you enjoyed the episode I really do and that it's given you a few ideas of how to find some time to write 
getting your diary out, blocking those times in, short sprints are the answer. I honestly, if I could just carry on talking about one thing for people in terms of productivity, it would be 30 minutes a day because I'm such an advocate because I use it for my writing every day. Uh, You know, I'm not saying this from a place of, oh, I don't do that. I write for three or four hours. I genuinely have written the last seven books in 30 minutes a day. So I know it works and that's the one that I want you to maybe go away and think about. Put it in your diary, same time every day, 30 minutes, keep a word count log, just crack on. And I honestly, you'll be so surprised at how quickly you get to the end, but also how productive you can be with the time you have for writing. If you know another author or aspiring author who'd enjoy these episodes, please do let them know about the podcast, forward it on to them, share it with them. And if you'll be so kind to leave a review, I would be absolutely thrilled. If you want some more support, you can buy Dare to Write, which is on Amazon right now um, for you. Uh, that takes you through the whole process of the idea through to publication. And uh, it was a finalist in last year's Business Book Awards. So I promise you, I know my shit. So hopefully it will help you get your shit together too. Until next time though, my dear one, Happy writing.